0: My God, all three of us are here. Oh, this might be God. the uh,
1: the longest run I've gone without being on the show.
0: I think so, yeah. As like Usually I'm the one four, who's gone. Four
1: weeks, three weeks, something like that? I
2: can't remember. Oh, man, yeah. When was the last time we were all together? It was uh, last month, month, right?
0: <laughs> End or- of last month or beginning of this month.
2: I think it was the end of last month. Oh,
1: all all three of us because I think Paul and I did a show yeah. before I took off because because John left. No, I earlier meant like, than that. So
2: yeah, it's all it's gotta three.
1: Be, I, yeah, it's got to be like four or five weeks.
0: Were you not home on the sixth? Who was not here on the sixth? I was not. Okay, then yeah, it would have been like the fifteenth. Man, yeah. because I, I left.
1: Uh, I left on the thirtieth.
0: Yeah, because I went to Newfoundland, came back. Sean had left and then it was yep. me and Paul and then I had to leave again and then Sean just got back and, so, then, and Paul,
2: then it was and me then, and Nathan and, yeah, after that and then, and then Sean was, and I couldn't do a show together because uh he lost his voice or something
1: last week I got I was under the weather so we couldn't do an app that because I was back last week yeah um and and but yeah john so john i i actually did listen to the the one the one episode when i was gone uh and i heard about your phone trip i'm glad you had a good time i would love to hear about your work trip
0: uh, i mean there's not much to say about it i went to atlanta uh and recorded a bunch of stuff like we we i was there for like nine and a half ten days and i basically spent the majority of that playing games like for recording sure we had a we had a day where we went to some game stores. I picked up some new games. Well, new games, and uh, we had a day where we went to go see Weird Al concert.
2: Oh man, nice! How was that?
0: That was really good. So that was uh, was it the return of the ridiculously ill advised like Vanity Tour, whatever the full name of that is. It's like a really long name. I had seen the first tour because it was pre COVID. I saw that when it was in Calgary. I skipped when it had two shows in Calgary earlier this year. Uh, so I got to go see this one. And it was pretty good. Uh, it was more or less the same as the one I had seen in Calgary years ago, but obviously some different songs. Sure, It was the same kind of energy. He just played a bunch of songs <laughs> that weren't like his parodies. It was just like his original music for the most part. There's some parody-esque stuff in there. But uh, no, it was a good time.
3: It, that, it, that was my
0: third wheel concert uh, that was my third wheel- weird owl concert, but it was Emile and Tim's first. So they were just like blown away. Nice. He was doing two days in Atlanta, so Emile went again the next day. Wow. Oh man.
3: I would have to and assume it's like closed- the
0: same
1: like track like playlist.
0: no. The the whole point of the, the concerts are apparently like they have different set lists. Okay. So uh, apparently uh, he ended the concert that we didn't, that I didn't go to the second one with Albuquerque, but with more lyrics. So apparently it's like a 20 minute long song.
2: <laughs> oh my God.
1: <laughs> uh, that movie comes out uh, one week tomorrow. Yes.
0: On the road being entertaining. I did not realize that was both a funny or die sketch. Although I, I remember seeing the original trailer now and that it was done by the same person who wrote that sketch. The director of that is oh, okay. the was the director of that uh, of the funnier die skit.
1: I'm not familiar with the skit, so yeah, I had no idea. Um
0: yeah, it's it's I, like a ten year old bit, like eight year old. Like it's it's old. Funnier Die itself is pretty old, so.
1: Yeah. Down here it's it's exclusive to the Roku streaming platforms. Yes, which, which probably I means have. it's on Crave up here. Crave. Okay, I was gonna ask what you guys get because I I don't have know, never because like nine out of ten heard.
0: chance it's Crave
1: yeah yeah but it's the on the thing roku
2: like, thing as well it's on their free channel you guys so have, have roku you can just watch that yeah
1: okay what if you don't have a oh, roku so can how do you do you have to just like i'm assuming the xbox has like an a roku app i hopefully
2: yeah yeah there's just a roku app you can get on your smart tv or like okay. whatever yeah yeah because i would like to see that that does look pretty
1: ridiculous i did see the headline last week that like the people involved did absolutely no research into Weird Al's mm-hmm. actual life when making this
0: movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so that's fantastic. That, pretty yeah. funny. that makes sense. <laughs> Do you, you think he shows up in it? He's not in the trailers, is he?
0: Oh, he's in the trailer. Is he? Okay. Yeah, he's the music producer. Okay. He's the exact same huh. role he plays in the "Funnier Die" video.
1: OK, yeah, I, I've i seen the trailer. Maybe he wasn't in the first one or maybe I just totally missed it.
0: No, no, he, he is. If, if the right. music producer is there, I think he's been in all of them. OK, yeah, I must have just missed
1: that then. So. Very cool.
0: Well, I'll see if I can find a picture of him for you there, but I think it's like he's literally in like the first couple seconds.
1: Did you pick up any yeah. exciting games? You said you bought some stuff while you were down there.
0: There you go. I found, him, I found him already. He's like literally in the second second of the trailer.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. See, without the hair, it's gonna be hard to recognize him. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> um. Mostly just old box stuff. I'm trying to think of anything that I picked up that was like really. nice. No- I found it like a really nice copy of Pilot Wings for the Super Nintendo, like in really good condition. Like. Hmm. a bunch of stuff okay. i found down there i like when i wrote my notes in my uh my spreadsheet i'm like holy shit this is fantastic condition like like i probably damaged it more putting it in my suitcase than like it had ever been touched in its lifetime like that's it's wild
1: okay i'm i'm surprised you don't bring like a specific carrying kind of case like
0: so uh so the way it works is that if they've got like box protectors like then i feel safe about putting them in my suitcase if they don't okay. have that i bring them as carry on I see. Okay. Okay. Sure.
1: How about you, Paul? How's your last few weeks been? Exhausting. I'm
2: just so tired all the um, time. Okay.
1: <laughs> just anything going on or yep. just
2: work? Just so much work. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, since yeah. we last spoke, I went to India,
2: Uh, which is pretty good. Yes.
0: Yeah. A, so, a little bit of a trip.
2: I do want to hear about India, but I really want to hear about apparently like the worst time of your life in airports coming back. <sighs> ah! Let's get the bad out of the way oh first God. and then we okay. can hear about the good stuff. OK,
1: well, so there's a, there's a there's a couple of parts of this one. So let me give you two chronologically. Okay. <laughs> uh huh. The flight going there. It was supposed to be to Amsterdam, then into Mumbai. And okay. So I wake up the, the day I'm leaving I get an email. Oh, hey, your, uh, your flight's been delayed like two hours. My layover okay. was only like an hour and a half. So that means I would have missed my connection. So I was like, nah, yeah, I can't do that. So I haven't yeah. even left yet. Flight's fl- borked. So I had to call them and they got me a new flight, pretty much at the ex- almost identical, but instead it goes through Frankfurt and then down to Mumbai. Okay. So it so worked out for me. Now coming back though, Holy smokes. So, so it is, it is September. No, sorry. It is October 15th. I'm it's eight in the morning. Uh, My flight to go home, which is supposed to go back up to Amsterdam and then over to San Francisco is leaving at 1 a.m. on October 16th. So I basically have all of the 15th to like hang out. And then I have like a really, really like early in the morning flight on the, uh, so it's 8 a.m. on the 15th. I get an email saying gate change and I'm like, all right, well, whatever. So I just kind of look at the email and it's saying, I'm like kind of skimming through and I see like 10 o'clock and I'm like, what's, what is 10 o'clock? They changed my flight from 1 a.m. on the 16th to Mm -hmm. 10 a.m. on the 15th. Ooh, which is less than two hours from when I got that email. I couldn't even attend. Like, there's, I couldn't even get to that. There's no way. Wow, what a change, right?
2: Yeah, they fucked you on that one.
1: Entire
0: day on top of everything. That's an insane
1: change. So I call them up and I'm like, I couldn't even get to the airport if I wanted to. Like, there's, you got to help me out here. So they're looking at different flights and whatnot, and they they end up getting me on one that goes. to uh, to singapore then san francisco and instead of my flights being in my original flight being like nine hours 11 hours it's now five hours 15 hours that's singapore to san francisco that's a long flight okay yes that's that is now my current record for the longest flight that i've done so i say okay and that one actually leaves at 11 p.m on the 15th so it's actually a nicer time for me to leave than 1 a.m so i get on i get on that flight It's the first five-hour flight to Singapore. Two hours into the flight, the food poisoning hits. Oh, Oh, man. So I'm sitting... So actually, actually, (laughs) sorry. Let me take a step back. All the airports in India, at least the four that I dealt with while I was there, because we flew around a bunch to see a bunch of stuff. They will Uh not let you even into the building unless you show your boarding ticket. Like they just... They love checking your boarding ticket you will get in a line where at the beginning of to get in the line you need to show your boarding ticket and to get out of the line you got to show your boarding ticket as if something could have happened while you were in a queue i don't know whatever yeah for whatever reason i I didn't i didn't have my boarding ticket i tried to check in Mm -hmm. online and they wouldn't let me they said you have to check in at the desk so i get to the i get to the building and they're like can i see your ticket please and i'm like i don't have it i have to go to the desk to check in oh can i see your e-ticket no, I, I don't have it. I have to go to the desk to check in. You can't come into the airport without a boarding pass. Well, what what do you want me to do? Right. I, like, you wouldn't let me check in. I need to check in at the desk. So a security <laughs> guard has to come, take my passport. He has to walk to the desk to make sure I'm actually supposed to be here and then come give it back and let me in. So I go through the line. Now I get to the thing and they want to check me in. And they're like, oh, what are you going to the States for? And I was like, you know, just, just going home. I live there. Oh, but this is a Canadian passport. Like, what? Where, how do you live in the states? And I'm oh, like, oh, well, I'm I'm on yeah. a visa. That man's mind was just blown. He has n- yeah. no concept of what that is. So he's asking his manager, like, what has it, what what is this? And they're like, do you have a visa stamp? And I'm like, yeah, it's right there. And they're like, oh, you mean this thing? And he just points to like the design on my passport. And I'm like, no, that's just oh, the passport. Yeah. <laughs> this is the visa stamp. Oh, I'm gonna need like a proof of address. I'm like, what? What? Okay. okay uh hmm. what? Like I'm trying to think cuz I have nothing printed off. And I'm like, right. okay, I'll, let me try and find something in in the email. All the airports in India will only let you connect to their Wi-Fi if you can first get them to text you a code that you <laughs> enter. So what? you need to so you need to have a phone connection to use their free Wi-Fi. And the, so I'm like, I can't open my email. I can't connect to your Wi-Fi. And he's like, oh, it's free. Just connect to it. And I'm like, yeah, but your, your Wi-Fi requires a phone. I don't have access to like cellular. So he has to use input his phone number so that they'll get a pin code to put into my phone so that I can get into my email. Ah, to sure. which I okay. find a confirmation shipping notice from Target that I bought Cards Against Humanity's new clamones product that has my address on it and that's what i present to prove that i live
2: in the states i mean it's the most official document you could have so so cards
0: against humanity got you back in the states i feel like you better have sent them a message about that (laughs) i
1: then uh say hey is there any chance i could like get an aisle row uh like seat and he's like uh let me see and he's like checking and he's like so there's no aisle seats but what i can do is i can put you in an exit row in in the middle but there's no window seat it's just two seats there so it's technically like an aisle seat and i'm like oh that's fine thank you to which he says i can't help with the singapore flight you'll have to ask when you're over there okay thanks for the help sure so so fast forward i'm two hours into the flight Food poisoning hits. There's turbulence. Luckily, no one's to my left. So I can like vomit into the bag with a little bit of privacy. And then sit there Sorry. with this bag while I wait for the plane to stop shaking for a while. So that I can get up and go to the bathroom. Um. So that yeah, sucks. That's brutal. It was a lot of trips to the bathroom. We touched down in Singapore, and I'm looking at my boarding pass. The time that we touched down. Was the time that my boarding pass said the next one was boarding. Mm-mm. So I'm like, I need to get off this plane. So I'm waiting in line for people to like get off the plane. All of a sudden, I need to go to the bathroom right now. Push past everyone. I'm like, sorry, it's an emergency. And I go to the bathroom. So I'm, I'm in the bathroom like vomiting, just looking at my watch the whole time. <laughs> I finally get out of the bathroom like everyone's gone. I'm rushing through it. I'm like jogging down the airport. I feel miserable with my body right now. I'm seeing, I'm seeing pharmacies, you know, I could have definitely like purchased like some ginger ale or some gravel or something. But as far as I'm concerned, this thing is boarding. So I'm just hauling ass for whatever reason. The, the gate, the the one gate that I have had an extra layer of security. So I go through that (laughs) and now I'm, I'm just behind glass walls and I'm locked to this gate. They had not started boarding yet. But because I'm in this gate, I can't just walk around and go get some medication. This one had the extra layer security, so I'm just stuck. I asked the person, (laughs) hey, is any chance I can have an aisle seat? Oh, all the aisle seats are used up. Cool. 15-hour flight with food poisoning and I'm going to be in a middle seat. Can't wait to get on this plane.
3: So I get on the plane.
1: I sit down there and I'm like... To both the guys on the other side, I'm like, hey, I'm having some stomach issues. Is there any chance either of you would trade me seats so they don't have to bug you for the whole time? And they say, no, no, it's okay if you bug me. I can't blame them. No one wants a middle seat for 15 hours.
3: Yeah, for sure. And I
1: and I asked the, the flight attendant, like, is there any aisle seats that I could trade into? And there actually is an aisle seat. So I went and got I did get okay. an aisle seat. But f- 15 hours where the only thing you can think about is trying to keep your liquids inside your body. I didn't even want to like listen or watch stuff because my head was hurting. So I didn't want like noise sure. pounding. Have you ever done a 15 hour flight with no entertainment?
0: That sounds awful.
1: Every yeah, time no. like food would come, I just said, no, I, I can't. Ha- I can't take any of the two meals. They're like, what? Aren't you hungry? And I'm like, I am hungry, but it will not stay down. So for like, I don't know, 24 hours, I ate a granola bar and some nuts and a lot of ginger ale also the smells yeah. of people eating was making me even more nauseous so while people were having their dinners or breakfast i was sitting in the bathroom trying not to smell stuff because that's the furthest Jesus. i could get away from things holy smokes
0: <laughs> that Dude, was, that, was apt- that tops like any of my stories and that's impressive yeah yeah that's that pretty was, bad <laughs> that was
1: the most nightmarish air travel i've ever done <laughs>
2: I've definitely been sick on an airplane and it was like half an hour or like an hour and it was absolutely fucking miserable. So to hear 15 hours of that is insane. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It was pretty crazy. Um, but hey, so that's the bad. Let's talk about some of the good. Um, yeah, India was super fun. I got to ride a camel uh, in the in the desert. I saw that. Um, yeah. one thing that was pretty fun about the camel one is that day was my girlfriend's birthday and we had a tour guide that was with us for like almost 10 days. Um, he, and I told him like, uh, at one point I was like, Hey, it's, you know, it's going to be my girlfriend's birthday. Is there like anything we can do on that day? And blah, blah, blah. So we had coordinated that, um, when we did some of the camel ride, he, we were doing, we were doing the camel rides to, a local family's vi- like in a village. And then they were going to prepare like a dinner for us. And we were going to like sit and have dinner with them. And then after the dinner, the, 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 it's like this the kids that kind of run the camel part, like the sons, they were going to take us to like the top of the hill to like watch the sunsets while we're on the camels or whatever. So during, during the sunset part, they started setting up the cake. So then when we came back and my girlfriend's using the bathroom the tour guide's like, hey, they have everything set up. I'm going to I'm going to tell her that the family wants to, like, show some of the other like buildings they have and how they've kind of set up their home. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. She'll she'll definitely want to do that. So as they show her this one room, surprise, birthday cake celebration decorations up there. There was a bunch of little kids from the village who were there as well to like sing happy birthday. And we shared the cake with all of them because I don't they like ever get cake. Um, yeah, yeah. So that was that was a pretty fun, yeah, unique thing. I was that able is to pull cool off. Yeah. Um, but it was great. It was it was such a wild experience. India is like so chaotic. Like it is so chaotic. There are just there there is garbage everywhere, there's vehicles everywhere, everyone, there's ho- people honking horns. There's so many stray animals, like cows just absolutely everywhere stray dogs everywhere like the second day i was there we were driving out to a a safari to see um some like there was rhinos and elephants there and stuff in the wild which was really cool as we were driving there i just saw a human dead body on the side of the road oh great i was like that's the first time i've seen a corpse not in a casket like what we, oh, sure. when we, yeah. we literally like drove past it pretty quick, but it was just like, what the fuck did we just see? <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was crazy. Um, there's like so many stray dogs. I definitely saw a lot of dead dogs, which was also a bummer. Yeah. Um, it, it was definitely like a completely like foreign uh experience to what I am used to, but like great food. So much food and it's like, it's like uncomfortably cheap there. So like our favorite meal, (laughs) we went to a Tibetan restaurant and we ate so much food. We ate like five courses of food plus like bottles of water. Probably it cost us with tax and tip $13 for a meal that like over here would have easily been 60 bucks before tax and tip. Like Jesus, we felt, like, bad about how cheap stuff was, but it's, like, it's it's like their cost of living, they need to be able to, like, sell stuff to the people that live there, right? So... Yeah. And I, and, I mean, plenty of the monuments, they have, like, foreigner prices that are, like, eight times if you're an Indian person price, which is still, it's like, all right, $5 to see this monument? Like, happy, happy to do that. So we were tipping, like, a lot because we just, like... We just felt bad. It's like no, you you deserve more money than what you are charging, um. But yeah, it was great. It was cool. Um, I was posting a lot on Instagram. All the stuff I was seeing. I went to the Taj Mahal because, of course, I went to the Taj Mahal, and of course, it was raining. Uh, lucky me. Um, yeah, <laughs> we went to. That we uh, there was a series of days, like three days, kind of in the middle where we were getting rained out of a lot of our of our walking around activities that we wanted to do. So our guide said, would you guys like to go to the a movie theater and see a movie? And we're big movie people. So we were like, yeah, sure. That sounds good. And he took us to this movie theater that had this big sign out front that said CNN's CNN travels. Number three, most enjoyable movie theater in the world. And they had like a top 10 listing of it, of, of their top that, that CNN travel says these are the 10 most enjoyable movie theaters in the world. And it was number three. Okay. 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 It was very fancy inside. It looked, looked quite nice. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, I was like to my, to the guide, like, Hey, no, we're down for like whatever, you know, as long as there's at least English subtitles, there was not. So Ooh, for whatever reason, yeah. he took us to a three hour long Bollywood movie in Hindi with no subtitles. I don't know why he thought that was a good idea. But
2: well, because he wanted
1: to see it. <laughs> Probably. I, I get like. <laughs> so from what I could understand, like, oh, I, I heard, heard this is great. <laughs> it sounded like apps. It sounded like nonsense. What we looked up after the fact, it was complete nonsense. And it is a bad movie. Um.
2: Well, I mean, all Bollywood movies are kind of nonsense, so it's part of the fun of them, if it, you can understand what they're th- saying. No. I, I mean, I it was just bad need that like, part <laughs> of it.
1: We we had gotten about 80% of what was going on because it was like an action movie, but still, like, the, it was just a bad movie. And, like, there were so many parts we yeah. were like, they don't need to be telling us this backstory. What, like, well, how is this important? Anyway. No one like how you're phone, trying to dissect this movie.
0: You can't even understand. While you have nothing,
1: be- I have nothing better to do. What am I supposed to do there? I can't pay attention.
0: Like, what am I? I can't, can't understand it. <laughs> I mean, I guess.
1: <laughs> um No one puts their phones on vibrate over there. So there's just phones going off throughout the whole movie. I saw someone just filming the movie. Um, sure, there was gotta get they, those uh, internet clicks. Exactly. People brought their kids. Kids are just roughing, running up and down the aisle. Again, I remind you, number three most enjoyable movie theater in the world. Uh my tour guide said he saw a rat. Sure. <laughs> so, I don't know, but that was another thing. Anyway, India was a good time and that flight home was absolutely nightmarish.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I'm glad you had fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
1: glad of so part. just okay, cherry <laughs> on the cake, cherry on the cake because we were talking about concerts earlier in this video game podcast um uh so i get home following weekend which was last weekend I, <laughs> I fly out to vegas uh and i was like man i really wish i could just have like a chill weekend but i'm go i'm off to see the when we were young tour which is this big like warp tour-esque bunch of emo bands coming bunch of huge bands i'm a huge fan of from like being a teenager can't wait to see it so i fly there i'm gonna have a good time with my friends we are walking to the festival And the it gets canceled because of wind.
3: Yeah,
0: (laughs) wind. To
1: be fair, it was very windy that day, and yeah, it would have been unsafe. But just the idea of like I flew all the way to Vegas after all this nonsense. Like I just wanted a weekend of, of like alone. And my and I only had tickets for Saturday. I did not buy tickets for Sunday, so I just didn't get to see the thing. So I flew back to the Bay Area while everyone on Sunday was enjoying the festival.
2: That bites. Yeah, I saw a lot of people actually talking about the situation that that you're in. Same thing. And it's so brutal. I thought you actually got for like the weekend. So I was like, well, at least he probably saw Sunday. I got nothing. I got
1: nothing out of it. That sucks. Yep. Um, We ended up going to see like Cirque du Soleil, which Cirque du Soleil is nice. But like I was just so disappointed. It was hard to kind of enjoy anything. And before you say, hey, you're in Vegas, you can like walk around the strip. It was freezing cold out because of the wind. So being outside sucked. And by the end of the day, I was like, I just want to be inside because I'm tired of my body just getting like pelted with wind.
2: Yeah. And like, I guess you can correct me if I'm wrong. You don't seem like the type that cares about the like drunken debauchery uh, casino jumping gambling. Like, Because that's kind of the thing a lot of people go to Vegas for, right? The free drinks and the gambling and all that sort of thing you don't seem like that type of guy either correct my whole group we were just we're not into gambling so it's like
1: yeah i don't know like what are we and also like we were just so bummed like it was just such a bummer yeah and the whole time i was like i wish i hadn't i wish i just stayed home i could have just had a nice fun chill weekend at home i'm i'm still like getting over being kind of (laughs) sick like oh my god (laughs) So this weekend, I'm just going to lay on the couch. I'm just staying on the couch and I'm just playing games. And like, that's all I'm doing. I did treat myself when I finally got home on Sunday. I was like, I'm going to the theaters. I'm going to see a good movie. And I saw Black Adam and that movie sucks.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I've heard some bad
2: things about that movie.
1: (laughs) So that's that's my last month. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's pretty good. And I'm sure you've probably guessed it, but this is the Top Down Perspective. Um, <laughs> I don't
0: video, know, Jerry's the, out on that one at this rate.
1: The Video yeah. Game Podcast. Uh, <laughs> it's October 27th. Uh,
2: I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck.
0: Sean Wheeler.
1: Real quick, do you guys have uh, Halloween plans on Monday?
0: Uh, trick-or-treaters coming to the house, give them candy, and I'm probably streaming late at night.
2: On Monday? No, I work. So okay. I'm working. All right. I'm gonna go. There's a doing? street
1: he- here in um uh, in Berkeley that that it's, they're like rich people, so they go crazy with decorations, and they haven't done it for the last couple of years. So I'm very excited to finally get to go to that street, and like be a part of Halloween again.
0: Nice. Nice. Are you doing a costume this year? What are you doing? Uh, I am not. Are you? Yep. I've got uh, an Aquabats outfit. So. Oh, oh wow. man. That's yeah. pretty dope. I want
3: to hear the next hat,
0: week the, the rash how, many,
1: how many kids uh, know who you are. The
0: answer is going to be zero. The answer <laughs> zero. is in, intrinsically zero. Yeah.
1: They so even ask, played a
0: concert here in Calgary like two or three years ago. It will be zero. Ask each yeah. one of
1: them. Can you guess who I am? And I I, I would love if you did because I would love to hear what they think you are. Because they'll probably just be like, I don't know, Fortnite guy. <laughs>
3: Mm, yeah, you, maybe
1: SpongeBob character. I don't know. I would love to hear SpongeBob what they think you are, because there's no way they would know who you are. Is is Reese dressing up?
3: No.
0: Okay. I'm the one. I'm the one who usually dresses up. So okay.
1: All right, let's talk about what we've been playing. Paul, have you played anything?
2: I played a lot of stuff. Nothing that I really want to talk about here. It's a, all a bunch of old games that I've talked about before: the Dead Space okay. games, Resident Evil games, like. It's all that. Horror okay. month. Uh, John, do you have some games you want to talk about?
0: And I didn't really play much because uh, while I was on the trip, I actually was mainly playing Splatoon because uh, yeah, was I was really into it. Yeah,
2: that was the other that was the thing that I spent a lot of time into. And there's a whole show dedicated to that. So. Right. And that reminds
1: yeah. me, I even put this at the top of our doc because I wanted to get to the housekeeping at the top so that people know because we've got a bunch going on. Splatoon three episode of TDP plus is happening after this. Um, so yeah. either come watch it live or or look for the archive tomorrow. Next month, we are doing Shovel Knight Dig as our game. Uh, so look forward to that. And... <clears throat> On Halloween, we'll be releasing a Halloween-themed TVP, Uh, so stay tuned. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so that's basically what I played on my trip. I did bring my Steam Deck on the trip, though, and played that a decent amount, too.
2: Okay. Oh, did you try that game out that I said maybe, like, you might be into this?
0: I tried it out on my Steam Deck. (laughs) And it didn't work? (laughs) It crashed every time I hit an enemy.
2: Oh, Every that's time really I hit bad. an enemy
0: or an enemy hit me, it crashed. I couldn't play
2: it. Man, that sucks because the one, like, that game is okay. The thing that I think is good about it is the combat. Like, the combat feels really good, so it sucks that, like, it would crash when you would do the thing that I like about
0: that game.
3: <laughs> yeah, Ugh,
2: so
0: that was it. I actually fun. had it. crash crashed a bunch of games. Uh, I was playing Metal Wolf Chaos XD. That crashed. Uh, Just the other games were perfectly fine. It was weird. Just every now and then there'd just be a game where it's like, nope, you can't play this.
2: Wow. Weird.
0: Even though they uh, were marked verified, I believe both games. Well, no, oh, Ask Libra was, was question mark because it wasn't sure. But uh, okay. Metal Wolf was definitely verified. <clears throat> that's weird. Yeah. I haven't heard I of a
1: verified like, one not working. I guess. Well, I mean, uh, we we're.
0: I was playing the game for like an hour and then it just suddenly was like, yep, crash. I just for people that were
2: wondering. It was Ass Libra Revision is the name. <laughs>
3: of Ask the game. Libra
0: it was the game. I yeah. was gonna stream it. I was gonna stream it on my work PC on Monday when I streamed, and okay. then we ended up voting and playing some other stuff too. I played like Dragon Ball the Breakers.
2: Like, oh, I, I'm interested in how that is because wait, that, is that seems the new bad. One?
0: Yeah, this is the new one. So this is the seven v one one, the one that's uh, it's, it's essentially DVD Dead by one. Daylight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I played with viewers, and in my two or three rounds that we tried to play, one, oh. the the killer disconnected or crashed, so <laughs> it didn't even go to the game. Uh-huh. Uh, one happened very <clears throat> normal. It ran perfectly, but I got killed 15 seconds in, so I didn't get to do anything.
2: Okay, yeah. I have a question I about I how. Found, I how found it plays.
0: an item. Was I said, "What does it do?" Activated it. Turns out it was literally like a, a super move. So it like it, my character basically screamed out, "I'm here, Gallic gone Like it did that, <laughs> and then <laughs> I mean, the bad guy like showed up anime. and murdered me instantly. That's this is exactly what happened, and then no one could come save me because it just happened that the the killer just kept hovering around that one spot. So I was just like screwed yeah. and everyone who was watching was like oh he got like boo was his like his villain first like you can't like boo's actually really hard to deal with just like so, the enemy yeah yeah rough luck on that and <laughs> no. then the third round i actually did get to play and do some things okay uh but it took me so long to connect to the match that uh they were playing a cell Cell apparently just after X amount of time levels up the way it works is that the the character has the level up and when they level up they get the ability to literally destroy a portion of the stage where you have one of your objectives and if you're in that area you're just instantly dead but every time they level up they get to do this cell apparently just levels up after X amount of time for the first level uh, they got to do that while we were loading into the game. So we loaded into the game and they already immediately had like a nuke move and they got to be on start on level two. It was really weird. So when I tried to escape after like the everything failed uh, instantly killed.
1: So in dead so by I daylight. I do not have a good
0: opinion currently of that game.
1: <laughs> so in dead by daylight when the the enemy catches you they put you on like a hook And then you just like wiggle there until one of your friends comes and like unhooks you, and then you're just like fine. Who cares about the hole in your chest? Is there an equivalent to like you you being kind of trapped?
0: You you can be revived. It does take a while.
1: No. Uh, Well, my question is like what what actually is going on? Because I doubt Boo is impaling Goku on a hook.
0: No. Okay. So instead, uh, the killer like once they're at a certain point can just fly around. uh, everyone else is basically playing as a civilian mm-hmm. um, so okay. they can only walk around or use any like those are my favorite parts of Dragon area. Ball Z. <laughs> the uh,
1: civilians. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So you have to um, go around trying to find like a time key to summon a time machine that basically fixes the timeout. You're in like a like a time uh, like a time glitch essentially. I forget exactly what the term is. But the idea okay. is that this is like a, a weird rip in space time where uh, an a villain from the past of Dragon Ball Z is running around freely and just murdering a bunch of civilians, just kind of messing up with the timeline. So mm. you you are a uh, a member of the Time Force trying to go and like fix it all. Like Trunks has sent you there, future Trunks. Okay. Uh, but because of the time hiccup also young Bulma and uh, Oolong are also part of it. So you can also play as them and they have like some of their abilities as well. Like Oolong can transform into certain things. Bulma just carries around a bazooka, just like stuff like that. But you sure. also have the ability. If you can like get enough energy, you can transform into a Dragon Ball character that you get through a gotcha system. Uh, okay. so, yeah. Mm-mm. So, uh, the, they give you enough now at the start to get a couple free. I apparently got some decent ones. I got like five star Vegeta, five star Piccolo, and like four star Goku, and they've all got like certain abilities and moves. So like it, depending on what level you are when you transform, like you can turn into them. You can fight the uh, the he, the villain, and if you kill them, you win. But it only oh. lasts for like X amount of time. Uh, so it's like really short lived. What and is the? Um... They can still overpower you easily.
1: What's the narrative thing for you turning into Goku?
0: Uh I forget exactly what it is. Like you summon like a time spirit or something like that. It's a spirit of like heroes that were originally in like this time era. So you mm. so basically you like anyone any character from the past, you can just transform it in like I think I got Yamcha, Krillin, Tien, that's a bummer Goku, Bechita, Yamcha, Piccolo. Okay. I yeah.
1: will say this is a 3D Dragon Ball Z game, so it sucks. Mm-hmm. That's the rule. Mm, okay. Yep. If it's not 2D, it, it is 7v1 avoid it.
0: and the three games I played the one one every time. I think there's yeah. like I think there's like three different win states. There's like if the killer kills everyone, there's if the the civilians kill off the hero and then there's the the hatch equivalent where like whoever managed to make it to the time machine and escapes gets to live. But anyone who stays behind just dies. Right. So yeah, it is very dead by daylight esque. I like ideas about it, but I think it needs some tweaking and it's peer to peer. So currently the netcode sucks balls. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Hang on. My chat pointed this out that I forgot about. it. It is peer to peer and region locked.
2: Oh, great. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, It makes sense it's region locked because it's peer-to-peer.
0: Yeah, technically a good thing, but, like, yeah, like, the PC version did not run well. Um, I asked people, like, should I just use the Xbox one? And they're like, yeah, that might be better. Mm. So I don't know how the console ones are, but apparently, like, it runs okay on Switch. It's just the netcode, from what I've heard, can be a thing.
3: Sure. This
1: is such a weird thing to even exist like yeah it's it's just like the dragon ball z people being like well Deadlight daylight's big we can do that and it's but it's like but should they but should you do that did
0: anyone ask i don't know like i said there's some cool ideas there but like yeah and it's in the game dead by daylight (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right you got me there
2: yeah i
0: don't know i think it's a neat idea it just uh I don't think anyone who's like into Deadlight Daylight specifically is going to be like, yep, this is what I need now. This is yeah. this is what I want. I'm yeah, over. like
1: who's who's playing Deadlight Daylight cuz they're like I love this gameplay, but the one thing it's missing is the civilian characters from Dragon
0: Ball Z is Goku. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the good news is yeah. you can, you can apparently get, a, get the farmer from Dragon Ball Z, okay. like the guy at the very beginning of the series oh, that had uh, its murders. No, I mean, apparently like he's that's, like, stupidly popular and actually kind of decent.
1: I mean, he's like a meme character. Sure. So, like, I'm glad they leaned into yeah. that. Sure. Yeah.
0: yeah. Apparently, yeah. like, I got Yamcha mm-hmm. and I got Wolf Fang Fist, and everyone's like, oh, that's actually a really good super. That's like the current meta. I'm like, what the fuck is this game currently? <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean Deadly Daylight it has their meta and they change the meta and it goes on. Yeah. So I'm not surprised. Yeah. I'm chances are it can, survives. I'm going to say no.
0: But we'll see. No, apparently it was it was a budget game, uh, but they have a season 2 announced. So in season 2 they're adding in apparently great ape vegeta. So
2: Wait, I don't even know. Is this free to play? No, God, no. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, it's not going to survive. It's a then. Dragon Ball product. What do you expect? If it's free product, to, play, it's free to playing, play, it definitely would.
1: Are the time people, are they called the Breakers? Is that what the, is that
2: where the name comes from?
0: I think I think that Distortion is actually called a Time Break or something like that.
2: Okay. Sure, that makes sense then. All right. Hmm. Uh, is that all you played? Uh, Yeah, pretty much.
0: I mean, I can talk about other stuff I played on stream, but like, I figured we were just going to move on.
1: If if you want to talk about some stuff, I'm, we, you can go ahead, but your call.
0: I also forgot what I actually played last stream. Oops. Oh, I <laughs> played Nickelodeon Kart Racers 3 Slime Speedway, which is- Oh just-
2: my God. I need to know about this because I heard this might be the worst game like for this year. <laughs>
0: What? Worst game? I don't know if I'd say that. No. no just
2: janky shit. Like Oh, it's apparently. janky as
0: fuck. It is <laughs> janky as fuck. But they got all the voice actors, as many as they could. Oh, nice. oh really? So like wow. so like the Ninja Turtles are in there. They've all got their voice actors from the 80s show. Uh like Rocco's got his voice actor, the Spongebob cast, et cetera. So they got as many as they could. Uh it is very Sonic and All Stars Racing Transformed esque in that like you'll like suddenly switch onto like water, so then the car turns into a boat, stuff like that okay but and you can pick a bike or you can pick like a cart but uh it's very very loose feeling and like you bounce off walls and stuff like that it's very much like a low budget mario kart sonic all-stars yeah but it's kind of fun in a weird way i don't know if it's pay full price fun but i got a code for free because a friend did a video on it and i'd say that's a great price for it
3: the
2: roster is insane Yes, absolutely (laughs) insane.
0: It's got like 60 characters or something bonkers like that.
1: (laughs) I played the first two. I think they were like free weekend game with gold games. And so like Mm. I was like, Mm. well, I didn't pay. This was fine enough. Sure.
0: Yeah, apparently this is the best of the three, but I think it's still getting like 60s on Metacritic or something like that.
3: Hmm. Interesting.
0: Uh, I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. uh oh to be decided (laughs) oh
2: okay (laughs) weird it Uh has no
0: reviews it has no reviews at oh hang on the switch version has three reviews 75 50 and 40 xbox one and series x have nothing ps5 has a 70 overall so that's, that's not terrible
2: I mean, I kind of understand why it was hard to find reviews because I didn't even know this fucking thing came out until somebody said it offhandedly in something that I was watching like nice weeks ago. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: Featuring a fully voiced acted cast of over 40 iconic characters.
1: Nice. All right. Cool. Any like weird polls for the characters?
0: Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, Yeah. Uh, one of the Ninja Turtles is Eastman and Laird Raphael. So it's literally comic book art style Raphael. Oh, all right. But it's still like, it's still <clears throat> Rob Paulson doing the voice. So it's still very like the comical, like snarky Raph. It's really weird. Um, Rocco, they got Cat Dog, Ren and Stimpy, but Ren and Stimpy are both voiced by Billy West. So it sounds weird as someone who mm. grew up on that show. Okay. Uh, trying to think of who else is on there. They got a bunch of Avatar characters. They got a bunch yeah. of Loud House uh, characters.
1: They got JoJo K. Siwa. K. I think she was in one of the. Yeah, other JoJo ones.
0: Siwa. I don't know who that is at all. Yeah, I
1: didn't. It, it's like a live-action Nickelodeon thing from after my time, but I remember that just her standing out because she was like a, a person.
0: <laughs> yeah, they got uh, the SpongeBob roster. Then they have the camp, the camp Krusty or whatever the hell it's called. Oh, okay. Uh, the kid version. Yeah. Like,
3: yeah. Yeah.
0: The kid's version of everyone. I was <clears throat> trying to think. Of who, yeah, like it, it's a decent roster, honestly. There's a lot of, is,
1: how about some, um, how about some Nigel Thornberry?
0: Mm, I don't think there's anyone oh, from the I Thornberries think, unless oh. he's going to be added as DLC. What Not
2: you from what I've seen. Or? Yeah, I know. Okay.
0: Powder Toast Man's in there. Uh, Oblina from uh, All Real Monsters. Yep. All okay. Real
2: Monsters. Yeah, yeah. So Some yeah, rep
1: in there. They were in the other ones. Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah, no, it was the the. I think the roster and the voices are the most impressive thing about that one.
3: All right. Yeah, I'm going to talk about some
1: of my games now, if that's OK. Go for it. Don't, I've been playing the think. new Mario and Rabbids game Sparks of Hope. This is the sequel to I, Kingdom I Battle. I would have been
0: playing that, but my audience voted for Dragon Ball the Breakers instead.
1: Well, motherfuckers, dude! Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, you gotta <laughs> you gotta ban those people from your chat. I guess that's yeah. That's,
0: that's like a couple solution. hundred people. I'll have the ban because it you gotta, was a poll. You Got a clean house, <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Iron fist. You gotta tighten up uh, your audience there. Sparks of Hope is great. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. um I liked the first one a whole lot. This is it is still like a turn based game, but it's less. There's no tiles this time. I don't know if, if yeah. So it's knew, free
0: range movement now. So it's like Valkyria Chronicles.
1: Yeah, basically. So each character has like a circle of of distance that they can travel. Oh, Um, yeah, that is Lord of Valkyria. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, which, you know, that's fine. I think I just kind of prefer the tiles from just like a like nostalgia. Like I like tile tactics games, but this is totally fine. And it's like such a minor little thing from there. Uh, The new characters are fun to use. There's like this like goth rabid you get. And she just has like a buster sword that she throws at people, which is pretty OP. So I like using her quite a bit. I can't even remember her name, but like who even cares? Um, your little like robot companion is fully voice acted.
0: Oh, that's sure. a weird change.
1: Yeah. And it's like all the other characters, they'll just say like a, like a, like a, like a little emotion sound like a woohoo. And then you'll see their whole line, but they don't say it. Except this robot, it's fully voice acted. I don't know, that's That's a weird weird. decision, but anyway, Uh, I think it looks really good on handheld. I don't think it looks great on my big TV, but of course, it's a Switch game. Um, But it plays fine, like it's exactly what you want. If you liked that first game, you're going to like this one. If that first game did not do it for you, this is not bringing anything uniquely different uh, to change your mind. um i'm in the i was gonna say i'm in the second world but the second world seems to have two parts so i'm in like the second half of the second world um and it's pretty fun luigi's awesome because he's like a sniper so i've been using him quite a bit my team is mario luigi and the goth Rabbit girl because they all have like overwatch uh which is just so useful um yeah, I like I don't really know much else to say other than like you probably know if you want to play this game. Uh, if you've been on the fence like this is a really good one. You can just jump in. It does not matter. Although that first game can be purchased for like ten dollars and I'm sure it still holds up. Um, I'm glad to hear that Do you need
0: like, to beat the first one to play the second <clears throat> one. I've heard mixed things, but leaning towards yes.
1: No, why? Why would have you heard? Yes. What did you hear any Stor- reasons story line was. N- no. No, I don't. I don't even remember what happened in the first one. <laughs> okay,
3: never mind. This
1: is, like this is a new s- story, so <clears throat> now you're, I don't know. Is it, no, because Bowser teams up with you at some point. Although I'm not at that point yet. What is the story? Oh, there's like a mess. You have to. It's called a dark mess. You have to clean up the dark mess. <laughs> um, much like Splatoon. In your room, th- young lady, clean do. up the
0: dark mess. Yeah.
1: um... <laughs> I don't think you need to play the first one. If you wanted to just jump into this, I think you'd be totally fine. Uh, but like I said, that first one's probably so cheap now. Like you might, you might as well pick it up. But if you want the new one, you can go right to the new one. I think you'd be totally fine. You get more special abilities this time because you have the Sparks, which are the like. I don't even want the, what what they called in Mario, the, the Lumas. Rosalina's Lumas, is that what it is? Yep. Yeah. So then <clears throat> the Lumas are now rabified and they're called Sparks. And they have special abilities, like they'll turn your weapons into like a fire weapon. So you can do like a special attack and and different enemies will have different weaknesses and stuff. Or, you know, this one will give you extra armor or it'll deflect damage, stuff like that. So um, there's just more variety. There's kind of more going on. Uh, Both those games I like quite a bit. So, yeah, I'm having a ton of fun with this one. Speaking of sequels, I am playing A Plague Tale Requiem which is the sequel to A Plague Tale Innocence? Innocence.
2: Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Innocence, yeah. These,
1: these Plague Tale games are some of my favorite like B-tier games going on right now. Um, sure. And what I mean by that is like, this is like a total like double A kind of like, it's, they're they're not like the heavy hitters, but they're not like a small little team. Like they're just like right in the middle. We don't get a lot of B-tier games anymore because like, they don't seem financially like incredible to, to deal with, at least for the past few years. Maybe they're coming back a bit with Game Pass, and this is on Game Pass. <coughs> uh, I will say this game looks really nice. And for those who don't know what Playtale is, they are stealth action games that are more on the stealth side than action, to the point where in this one, I turned the difficulty down to easy because if you get caught, you don't really have a lot of options. You you're better off just restarting than even trying to attempt it. So I just said to myself, I'm tired of getting caught. This sucks. I just like <laughs> sneaking through and seeing the set pieces and they have ramped up the set pieces to almost like an uncharted level, I, I, like not maybe like an uncharted two level, but they're straight up like you, your character, Amicia. <clears throat> sorry is running towards the camera while a tidal wave of rats is destroying a city and trying to eat her alive um and they'll yeah, do that you know, yeah exactly cool. so that, yeah no it is cool and like the the game the the part where it's really punching above its weight is just how like gorgeous it looks like you will enter these mm. amazing looking cathedrals where the basement is just like corpses that rats have just like devoured and you have to like sludge your way kind of through it. It almost reminds me kind of like the recent tomb Raider games when she would fall into those like weird, like sacrificial pits and then she would just be like, Oh God. And there's all those like skeletons around her and whatnot. Um But again, it is a, it is a stealth game. So you are sneaking like around cover into tall bushes underneath planks to try and get around. Um But again i i that's like my least favorite part of it i like the the like puzzle solving you have to do how do i make the rats move out of the way by using the light in different ways and whatnot (coughs) a few hours in you get some pretty weird abilities i don't want to spoil all of them but i will mention one of them so you know often in a lot of these games or just games in general there's some kind of like detective mode where you can see through walls right Yep. And a lot of time the game has a pretty like silly reason of why you can do that. They actually have kind of a funny one in this one. So your brother who has some disease, he's somehow connected to the rats in some way. If you hold down on the D pad, he'll put his hands on the ground and he can feel the rats and the
2: rats. Tell him where the people are. (laughs) that's just like, I don't (laughs) I don't there wasn't anything like that in the first game, right? There was a connection between him and the rats in the first game, yes. but I don't think they went like as far to make a game mechanic out of it. Correct. Correct. They they are yeah. definitely
1: pushing it. And again, I I have there's one uh, there's one mechanic I'm not talking about because it's very goofy. Um, but I wanted to mention that y- you can see the people because the rats tell you. And for whatever reason, you can like see their heartbeat and their like circulatory system. I don't know how that narratively the rats are telling me <laughs> that, but <laughs> uh-huh. it's it's a weird game. Um, but I like it, and again, yeah. it is such a gorgeous looking game. It's just fun to see. These crazy things. If anyone is interested, it's probably worth playing the first one. But if, you, if you're if you're somewhat interested in the second one, I would say at least finish chapter four because there's a pretty great set piece of, of you trying to run away from the rats and everything going on at the end of chapter four. So
2: I'm excited um, to get to it. I really think people should play Innocence because it starts off as just kind of like a game with like this weird like plague thing going on in the background but like there's a story going on and then it just ramps up to this weird almost magical anime bullshit by the end so i'm excited to see how they push that even more in the second one now yeah
1: i mean it does get to some goofy crazy proportions i don't know if it gets anime <laughs> yeah. crazy that really like paints kind of like a, a, a picture at least in my head but it it these these are interesting games it is hard for me to just say like anyone should give it a try because these games are like longer than they probably are worth that first game is like 16 hours and this one's at least 20 like this is a longer game um
2: so again the first one did not feel long at all it it like you're right (laughs) they are longer but there's so much going on they're just fun that was just a fun they're cool
1: like i said they're like some of my favorite like b tier games out there Um, yeah requiem is on game pass i know innocence at least used to be i don't know if it still is. Um, but I'm sure you could also probably get it pretty cheap on, on Steam at this point because it's a few years old. Um, yeah. And I, I really do think just put the difficulty down to zero because the constant like having to like restart the ch- the checkpoint because a dude saw you it's it's just like not worth like banging your head against that wall. <clears throat> uh, last is today I played through all of the frog detective the entire mystery Uh, so yesterday Frog Detective three came out and then along with that, they put, they bundled all three of them together as Frog Detective, the entire mystery, and that got put on Game Pass. (coughs) I've been hearing great things about Frog Detective for a while, um, so I was very excited. And this is like the ending to the trilogy. They, They wrap everything up. Frog Detective, for those who don't know, is basically just an adventure game. You're kind of walking around these small towns talking to people, determining what they want. And then it's a bunch of like, I'll I'll trade you this. And then that way I can trade it to this person, this person, this person, and then you figure out the mystery. Just some like a class writing. Some of like these games are hilarious. The, The humor is so dry and witty. Like these, these are some of the funniest games I've played in a long time, especially the third one. Uh, the third one is easily the best one by far. You can definitely tell the team gets better as they go. Uh, each of these games are like an hour long. You can play through all three of them in probably under five hours doing absolutely everything in the games. The third game, you get a scooter that you can ride around on and that's just great. That's just a lot of fun. Um, And the, you know, the art style, it's pretty simple. It reminds me a lot of like bug snacks, but even bug snacks has more detail than this, but it's a lot of just goofy animal characters saying goofy stuff. And then the frog detective just kind of reacts to them in like, he's the frog detective is definitely the straight man going on. So it it leads to a lot of really dry wit and, and, and some pretty funny conversations. So talk to everyone as much as you can, because there's some very good jokes in there. (coughs) And, uh, yeah, right, two thumbs up for Frog Detective, the entire mystery. Again, that is on Game Pass. And uh, that's going to do it for what I played. Let's do some news. Okay. Have you guys okay. been following this Bayonetta voice actor stuff?
3: Ugh. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah. Drives me fucking crazy. Yes.
1: Because um, we got some more updates this week. Uh, It's been going on for a few weeks now, but the long short of it is the... Voice actress for Bayonetta in Bayonetta one and two came out to ask people to boycott the game because, uh, she was not offered enough money in, in, in her words and has was since replaced. This was a while ago, replaced by Jennifer Hale, uh, who people will know from like Mass Effect and like everything. Yeah. Jennifer Hale also did come out and basically kind of said like, obviously I can't really comment on this kind of stuff because of NDAs and whatnot. Yeah. Um, There's been a lot of back and forth most recently. uh, It's, it's starting to seem more and more like the voice actress is not being totally honest because she's contradicting some of her numbers now. Um, It first kind of started off with her saying she asked uh she she asked for like six figures again no that's not what she was saying that's what bloomberg was reporting asked for six figures what was offered somewhere between three to five for five voice sessions um she was originally saying they only offered me like four grand she has come out and then changed that number to 10 grand so her story's not super straight uh it's weird and it's muddy and it gets it gets weirder when, you know, voice actors just kind of don't get paid well in general is kind of the the the, the overarching plot about this whole thing. Um, I don't know. What do you guys take on all this?
0: I when the story first broke, I was on her side because I'm like, OK, no, this tracks literally like I think not even a month ago. Been a major discussion about uh, anime voice actors and the, yeah. the guy who did the main character of like mob 100 was just getting cut because he wasn't getting paid union rates or something like that so i immediately i'm like okay this tracks this this sounds like like she's telling the truth because this tracks with everything else and then uh hideki kamiya's weird comment of like uh don't like don't believe the liar or something like that the truth will be revealed Like weird and like not quite forthcoming answer and also weirdly like aggressive because he immediately started blocking people like crazy. So it was became like, okay, this is really not looking good. I mean, he he is
1: known for doing that on Twitter. He's kind of a weird. Yeah, but
0: he he kicked it into overdrive to a point where like uh, Twitter like blocked his account because they thought he was a bot. I didn't hear that one. I heard uh, that
1: he just like deleted his account, and he's also that happened after.
0: Yeah, he he got his account got restricted at first because he had blocked so many people. People thought it was like Twitter thought it was a bot, (laughs) and then he deleted the account. Then he reopened it, and it's back to normal, I think. Uh, And then that was when like all the reporting started coming out there. So like this, the whole thing was just a mess, and still honestly is. Because at the end of the day, the discussion still kind of has to happen, but at the same time, it's very clear that now that there's proof out there, at least, uh, and that she's not showing her version that said things otherwise and is agreeing now with what they said, she wasn't forthcoming. So it's just like, this is just sucks. Yeah, it's, it's, it's this, like, this like screwed har- over anyone else who tries to talk about like not getting paid fairly.
1: And, and it's like hard to like pick a side I, like, I don't even know if you really need to pick a side, but if you are trying, it's like, well, now both just kind of seem at fault. Like, if you pick the studio, it's like, well, you're not paying them very well because you I, you don't really have to. But that's just an annoying mm. industry problem. And, and if you pick her side, it's like, wait, so you were lying? Well, now I don't even really know what to believe.
0: Yeah. And apparently, like, Kami's offer, like, literally increased her pay by 50%. And well, and, and also that the 4000 was just for the cameo, like like looking at Kami's offers like they were actually willing to work with her. They did. Which, it, yeah, they did
1: compromise. It's and then still act,
0: not much for like someone who doesn't get many gigs for voice acting, but still it's just a case of like they she lied about like him wanting to work with them and then it just became a mess because of it.
1: Yeah. And then it also, you know, it leads to it a, like a, a larger discussion of like you know, the voice actors aren't getting paid enough, but I bet there is t- people throughout the entire team who are not getting paid enough. Let not like voice acting totally. aside, 100%. Yeah. So yep. it's, I, you know, what do you do there? <clears throat> I don't know. Anyone gonna boycott Bayonetta three?
0: No, I'm picking it up, but I'm probably not going to stream it just to kind of balance it out. Cause I have okay. the collector's edition ordered. And I'm like, it's going to be a pain in the ass to find otherwise. But at the same time, it's just like, this is just a gross situation.
1: I mean, capital is a man, right? There's no ethical consumption under capitalism. So.
0: Yeah, That's the problem.
1: Paul, I would love your take on a silent
2: hill two remake. Yeah, that game doesn't really need one, but that's cool. Um, like why not? It's
1: being done by the Bloober team, which I know a lot of people are upset about.
2: Yeah, because Bloober is not very good uh, with that type of gameplay, just like mechanically. But I mean, I don't know. They they have a pretty strong... it. So this trailer looked like they are very literally remaking that game. They're not kind of taking any liberties with a lot of stuff. It is almost like... copy paste in a lot of ways which is totally fine and probably expected i think the worst part about that trailer is that james looks bad um but that's a personal gripe everything else looked pretty spot on uh tone wise so i don't know we'll see is kind of the thing i was more interested in literally everything else they talked about that thing, oh, yeah, because they announced
0: a lot of Silent Hill stuff. They announced like four games, didn't they? Some of
2: it really weird. So, one of them was called Silent Hill Townfaller, at least that's what it's called right now, made by the Stories Untold and Observation, uh, to connect it to us because we did a TDP Plus on it, uh, studio, no code. Um, that could be interesting. Uh, that seems like g- probably more of a Well, it's published by Annapurna, so that probably tells you kind of more of a tone that that's going to take more of like a, not visual novel, but like a slower paced thing, probably Uh, more movie-like quality, I would assume. Not much is out about that. Uh, Silent Hill Ascension seems hilarious because it seems basically just like some dumb Silent Hill game where you play with a bunch of other people and like you're choosing, it's like a choose your own adventure by the looks of it or something. So that could be, incredibly stupid kind in a way, of like that. a super massive game? Kind of, but like with a bunch of people putting in their input <laughs> apparently. So that okay. could be that could be interesting. The thing that caught my eye was Silent Hill F. Uh they only showed kind of a teaser trailer and um it looks like they are working with uh ryokichi 07, who did a bunch of visual novels. One that I've been wanting to check out for a long time called uh Higurashi When They Cry, uh, which is quite old now, but like yeah. Um, is this a visual novel? That uh yes, they're visual novels. Um so Silent Hill F is what it's called, and it seems to be set in sixties era Japan. It had well, kind of sorry, had like this cool like- trailer. My question was, is Silent Hill F a visual novel? No, I don't think so. Okay. Oh, no, but we it don't looks know. like it's
0: going to be like a proper, proper yeah.
2: one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it just had this like really beautiful, creepy vibe going on with it where like this lady's being overtaken by flowers and turns into almost this like mannequin like corpse or something by the end. And she's like crying or something. She's just overtaken by flowers and like beautiful looking plans and stuff it's very very cool I really like the vibe on that uh and then another thing that was weird was Christoph Gans, who did the first Silent Hill movie is like I got ideas to bring Silent Hill 2 to the big screen and I was like oh shit (laughs) this is gonna be so weird but uh I'm I'm less interested I think in that than I should be but I'm totally gonna see it when it comes out so whatever
1: I one one thing I just remembered is this whole presentation when when so they were leading up to it they were like hey this is when it's gonna go live and then instead of making mm. it like like a live premiere live stream they just put the video out there so you could just like skip ahead to like the announcements you didn't have to watch the whole thing so like
2: oh sure how do you screw that up <laughs> I mean I think they did they obviously did that on purpose right. Probably. I don't know. Well, why would
1: you do want to do st- that?
2: <laughs> I'm assuming what happened is they probably streamed it in Japan and then had somebody do like a voiceover uh, or whatever for the translation and then put that VOD out is what I assume would happen. I don't
1: think that was the case, but maybe. Yeah, I, I don't maybe know for sure. So I
2: don't know. I thought it was surprisingly good because I was expecting nothing and I got a bunch of actual information about stuff that is happening, for better or worse. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like
1: if if you're a Silent Hill fan, you need to, like, temper your expectations because you, you live in misery when it comes to these
2: games. <laughs> Honestly, kind of. Um, it's been rumored that Bloober team were doing a Silent Hill 2 thing for months, so it's kind of cool that maybe that leak or those rumors had some basis in it.
1: I will say, though, the story in the medium is dog shit.
2: Yeah, the medium's not very good in a lot of ways, but what if the story in the medium was very good? What if someone else wrote the story in (laughs) the medium? Yeah, what if somebody who knew how to write games wrote the story for the medium?
1: Well, I I think what I was looking here is the, the creative director of the medium is the lead director on this.
2: So... Yeah, but they're not going to have any major input on the story, I think. It seems really like they're basically just modernizing it. They've got most of
0: Team Silent back from what they've been advertising. Like Yamaoka's back, the um, the story writer's back. I also don't have any. I am interested to
1: see what he does. What was that? I also have no faith that Konami is a good presence in the games industry, so.
2: No, they probably just gave Bluebird money like that's probably their, the as far as they'll go.
1: I guess we will see. Uh, speaking yep. of remakes, uh, projects, uh, CD Projekt Red has come out and said that they are remaking the first Witcher game. It's going to be built oh, from the good. ground so up. That
2: game plays like dog shit.
1: <clears throat> built from the ground up in Unreal Engine 5. They're actually giving it to a different studio a Polish studio called Fool's Theory which, that has, I guess, veteran Witcher staff involved. Hmm. Um, it's very early in development, but as someone who kind of missed those games, I will happily play the first Witcher if they remake it.
2: This is great news. Yeah, I didn't know about this. That's awesome. And last
1: bit, uh, Phil Spencer went on and did an interview today and a couple uh, interesting tidbits popped out. I'll just read the the highlights here xbox keystone this was the game pass like um cloud streaming box that they were planning to make and that you would just connect to your tv and have access to game pass you don't need an xbox uh so that was was codenamed keystone and the quote here is keystone was something that we were incubating internally late spring we pivoted to working with samsung For those who don't know, a lot of Samsung TVs now have Game Pass built right into them. A lot of the new Samsung TVs. I still have the prototype. Uh, Will we do a streaming device at some point? I expect we will, but it's years away. So it sounds like that streaming box is not going to be happening anytime soon. And they're pivoting away from that. Um, If people have been following along with Phil Spencer's background, a prototype did show up in them. and People were wondering what's going on with that. Um, and he he kind of addressed it here, uh, continuing along for the interview, uh, the topic of, uh, price points getting adjusted came up and Phil's quote was, we've held price on our console. We've held price on games and our subscription, I don't think we'll be able to do that forever. I do think at some point we'll have to raise some prices on certain things. If you remember uh the place Sony had to raise the play- PlayStation's price, Xbox plan decided not to do that, Nintendo also did not do that, but and we've all kind of suspected Game Pass is going to get a price hike sooner or later.
0: They tried in the past, so like <clears> it's <throat> going to
1: happen. Um and then he gave some uh revenue tips uh, sorry, some some talking points about Game Pass specifically. Uh, I said Game Pass has confirmed that it, it is profitable. Uh, game Pass is 15% of their game in revenue. Game Pass growth on console has slowed. Uh, PC growth is, quote, incredible at the moment. Uh, and then, yeah, we heard that prices will be going up. So that is your news for the week let's do some questions thanks if you'd like to send a question in it's top down perspective at gmail.com at tdp podcast on twitter the discord channel or john's p.o box and i'll read this first one from matthew when would you say a game goes from an x clone to an x like and when would you say x like becomes a game genre
0: Uh, usually, going from a like to a game genre, just it has to carve its own niche. Like it has to be like a generally well liked game in its own as its own kind of thing.
1: I think to get the genre one, it has to have something unique enough that it is differentiated,
0: right? And just the same, it has to go away from being like for clone to like. It has to be. You can't just be the exact same game like to the minute. It just had to have enough differences. But that gives you the feeling of that first game. But is it still its own kind of thing.
1: I'm trying to think of like. And an then it obviously needs to be
2: good enough that multiple people do it. Yeah. To be a genre just in general. Yeah.
1: Can you, guys, can you guys think of any like examples that kind of went through this transition?
2: Rogue, Rogue Clone, Roguelike. And then I mean, it became a genre. That's the
0: core of that one.
2: Yeah souls uh there were souls like clones for a while then there people kind of iterated on core ideas in those games so, which made it a like so instead of just being kind of a copy paste it was more we took some ideas but it's kind of its own thing and that's when that became a genre when more people just started yeah doing that, that.
1: that's a good yeah that's a more common good one yeah that makes sense to me it just kind of seems like you, if you get
2: enough clones, you get a genre out of it. Eventually, I think so. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> Spook. Oh, spookoo. <laughs> spookoo.
2: <laughs> right. What's the longest you've gone fantasizing about playing a game, but not getting around to actually playing it, despite you saying you will one day even though you put the console away, all while making excuses like not having time or just playing Skyrim again for the 10th time, and you know if only you started it, you'd really enjoy it.
0: I still haven't touched the Mass Effect series. I haven't yeah. Touched. Yeah. <laughs> Name a major series, and I can probably say, yeah, I meant to get to that at some point. I'm a game collector. That just happens after a while. Sure.
1: I'm probably like this <sighs> where... It's probably like Yakuza because like I do dip my toe in. It's so like I'm going to play like I, I play like five more hours of it, like every like six months <laughs> and eventually I'll finish Yakuza zero. But it's like I have had that thing uh-huh. installed for years. And then the one that comes to mind before that was I had shadow. What was the second Mordor Shadow of War? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had that one installed. I
0: you were say Shadow the Hedgehog. For a second, I was about to laugh my ass off. <laughs> no, definitely not. No. Um,
1: I I got that game pretty close to when it came out, and then had it installed for like the entirety of the Xbox One generation. It's probably still installed on my Xbox One
3: X, and I just never got to it.
2: Yeah, I think the Yakuza series, it's a pretty solid one for me.
1: Disco Elysium is another one that I've had installed and it's like it's like number two on my to play next. But then I keep getting like a new number one. <laughs> yeah. the number one mm-hmm. just keeps rotating out. Yeah.
0: Lineback writes in and says, so I was recently reminded that Dementium exists. Honestly, one of the best Silent Hill-esque games IMO, especially if you play it on the DS. It got me thinking about how a shame it was there weren't more that there, no, there weren't more there will not more devs that try and doing the PS1 horror aesthetic on the DS. With mm. the recent rise of that aesthetic, what are some other old aesthetics that you would like to see make a return? Limak, did you ever play the sequel? Because there was a second one, Dimension Two. Yeah, there was the as well,
2: and they released those in HD versions um, all of their stuff as well.
0: Trying to think like,
3: so we're at like
1: PS1 and 64 graphics are getting a bit of a renaissance. Like after that, isn't it just going to be like, like ugly GameCube stuff?
2: I mean, so one of my favorite aesthetics that made a comeback in a certain game called Faith is the old like Atari, almost ASCII line art stuff that I think that stuff looks fantastic in that game. Okay,
0: I would love cell shading to come back. Like jet set cell style. Shading. Yeah. Cell shading.
2: Killer seven. Yeah. Get some yeah. of that 13 around that time was 13 also got
0: a re-release recently, which was surprising. That's
2: true. I didn't love 13, but that, I mean, it didn't it even was cool finish looking. the
0: story. Like they didn't even get to tell the entire story that they had planned.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, here's what I don't want to come back. It was like, it was like <laughs> okay. 360 era when everything was like brown.
0: Mm, Uh, We still dip into that from time to time. Like I'm thinking like Gears
1: of War one. I'm thinking like Twilight Princess where everything was like gray and brown for a while. Grand Theft Auto four. There's another one. I don't want that to come back.
2: I feel like I had that problem. Oh, yeah. I mean, I had nothing to say about it. I played through Scorn. That is very much one of those games that it was like, this is a lot of gray (laughs) Kind of, kind of thought we were past that, (laughs) but all right, sure. (laughs) Gunzuka
1: writes: Which game series would you like to be in Canada as a location? Would you like to be in Canada as a location you can explore with reason for it?
0: Has Pokemon done Canada yet? I don't think so. That'd be fun. That could
2: be interesting. So here's my thing with Canada. Give me Gears
0: of War Canada. Oh, that was Gears 5. Never mind.
1: I would love Canada, but just don't make it just a frozen wasteland. Like, there's more to Canada than it gets cold for a while.
3: (laughs) And I feel like that's all you ever get with Canada. True. But, like...
1: Cause like far you know Far Cry did Montana, which is like getting pretty close to Canada at this at that point like geographically.
2: Yeah, it is. So that actually looked a lot like Canada, like and not winter, just forest and just areas that are literally just flat with small town in it. Like there's a lot of that.
1: Yeah, like now I'm trying to think like because like. America has like so many different visual things. Like it has like the Grand Canyon. It's got like Utah. Like there's so many different. And I'm trying to think like what what does Canada have distinct besides like, you know, we definitely have mountains. We definitely have prairies. But like that's again, Far Cry did it with like Montana, basically. Yeah, I mean, hey, Backbone was set in Vancouver that was cool to see. Cause they just picked like a very specific part of downtown Vancouver. And it was like, all right. Yeah. Th- there's that clock tower. Yeah. Overwatch
0: yeah. has a Toronto map. Well, oh, that's true. I forgot about that.
2: Yep. It's true. Uh, no more Spiros. rights. I was recommended the book tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow by a friend with its emphasis on video games and culture being a reason I'd like it. It turned out to be the opposite, as it felt like either games were being mentioned for the sake of it, think Ready Player One or the movie Pixels, or what was being discussed was inaccurate to real life. For example, a character claims Crash Bandicoot's title makes no sense, despite that just being the name of the protagonist. While this makes it difficult for me to believe these characters are realistic, it most likely wouldn't affect more general audiences. Is it fair to judge something like this just because of one's prior knowledge to the subject?
0: Yeah, that's literally the description of, like, peer reviewing. That's literally what, like, critics do. You have to have some knowledge of the subject.
1: I think this is going to be the case for anyone, like, any subject if you know a lot about it
2: right i can't listen to people talk about video games because it's infuriating unless they know video games like <laughs> i listen to a comedy podcast and sometimes they talk about like a new game and it drives me up the fucking wall because it's just oh it's infuriating but i like, i do kind of get that
1: like yeah. i'll talk to like a normie on the street and they'll they'll they'll, they'll talk about games and it's just like ah, oh, you're i just i you're you're just talking about games in like a weird
2: way like i'm i'm so used to talking to like people that are like really into games <laughs> and it's fine it's just that like yeah you it's you just have to know that some things are not meant for you the way that they're presented and that's okay
1: <laughs> and like like what i was trying to say is like cause i feel like any if anyone is like watching like something or reading something and they know so much about the subject then like the little errors are going to stick out because they know that thing right like if it maybe your way into like animals and you're watching an animal doc you're watching like an animal thing you're like well that's not how dogs actually would work or whatever i don't know what it is what i'm trying to say is everyone everyone's broken <laughs> yep. in a different way um totally so you know it, it, there's nothing you can do about it <laughs> you just you got to have a reasonable expensive disbelief and you got to let it wash over you and you just have to like open yourself up to it
2: you just got to punch the steering wheel a few times and scream and then be like yeah that's okay <laughs>
0: Phantom Agus writes in and says, uh, what's a color you enjoy wearing?
3: Um, I, I literally have
0: a meme on my stream of blue shirt because I have so many blue shirts. Okay. And this is, of course, one of the days I am not wearing a blue shirt. But, yeah.
2: I try to stay away from blue on my days off because that's part of my uniform. Sure. So. I, I really like shirts. red and black. Okay. That combination okay and purple i don't know if i have Just a color that like purple, purple i specific
1: skin. i specifically like look forward to wearing um i will say though i never wear like a shirt that's the same color as like the bottoms oh uh, I, okay. I never i never I do like the bottoms. double of it like if i'm wearing like blue jeans i'm not wearing a blue shirt unless they are a significant shade oh. different if i'm wearing black jeans i'm not wearing a black shirt you know if i have like Gray shorts You're on. Right. I'm not gonna wear a gray shirt. I never do. Th- I never double up like that. You're right.
2: I don't either. Actually, yeah. now that I think I, about I it, I
0: will do that only if I have something else to go with it. Like it, most of my shirts don't match my like pant shade, but like I'll have like a sure. hoodie on or something like that that at least like breaks it up a bit.
1: I just don't. Sure. I feel like it looks like a jumpsuit, and I don't. I guess look I can have like a idea, but, like. Okay. Yeah, sure.
0: I mean, you can break it up by just like tucking your shirt in at that point though, or something like that. What? What am like I, like an, an
1: old man?
0: Yes, because uh, clearly shit, only 60-plus-year-old men wear belts. I wear a belt,
1: the belt holds my pants up, and then my shirt goes on top of the belt.
0: Do you not have any belts you want to, like, show off the buckle for or anything?
1: No. I have one belt. I have one Fair belt.
0: <laughs> I, have, I have more than one, apparently. I am. I don't think I
1: have one. any belts with a fancy buckle.
2: I also have one belt.
3: Yeah,
0: apparently uh, I'm alone in this, although I can't say much. I had one belt up until like, like five years ago.
2: Sometimes you
1: wear yesterday's pants because your one belt is still in those pants.
2: Yeah, <laughs> dude, tell <laughs> me about it. All right. I'll agree with that. I've definitely done yeah, that a lot. Totally. Um, actually, to your point, also, I don't ever wear a hoodie with the same color shirt underneath as the hoodie. Oh, I think I'll do that. I think I would do that. I, I I'd do never that, do that.
0: But like, I don't usually do it on the regular. Like, I don't think I have I enough have, like, different two
3: or three hoodies, hoodies I wear.
2: I've actually like noticed I'm wearing a black shirt and then like put on a blue hoodie instead of the black one. <laughs> like I, I will consciously not do that.
1: I don't think I could do that. because I, I don't think I have enough different colors of hoodies and my hoodie choice comes down to how cold is it out? The, the, well, that means I need to wear this specific hoodie. It's oh, like okay thi- sure. it's like a thickness question got gotcha. you v g c Kenny writes if you were offered the opportunity for the t d p crew, including Nathan, to be in fortnite, would you take it or would it you turn it down to not get recognized in
2: public as often <laughs> <laughs> how much are they paying like yeah, I'm
0: assuming yeah we're getting paid for this right
2: <laughs> yeah, like absolutely i'm who gives a shit? Give me that money. I,
1: I would agree to it. I don't think I even need to get paid. I think it would just be cool to be in Fortnite. I'm It'd a be white cool to be dude. in Fortnite,
0: But I, you know, Fortnite has the money though. Like, there's no, a difference I, between like an indie dev being like, "Hey, I want to put you in my game." I'd be like, "Hell yeah, I'm flattered." If Fortnite came up and was like, "I want to put you in your in our game," I'm, my first line's gonna be like, "Cool, where's where's the contract? Where's the money?" See, I would just be like, "Why?"
1: Why would you want to do that? Okay, that too. But yeah, I don't I'm not worried about being recognized in public. I'm just a white dude. I look like every other white dude. I will just blend in. No one will recognize me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They are not getting my likeness for free. Fuck that. I am not going to be seen doing Fortnite dances in memes for free on the internet.
1: They I would just they can have it, sure. And I would and I'll say to my friends, look, I'm in there. Look, that's me. And they're going to be like, that's every white dude. And I'm going to be like, well, it's me.
2: I'm putting it out to everybody. You use my likeness and don't pay me. I'm suing you. (laughs) All right. Jesus. Dead. Oh, final question from dead. Who is a lesser known developer person or studio that you think does good work and would like to shout out? Fuck, I Uh. wish I had read this earlier and thought of something. (laughs)
0: I like Freak Zone games. They they did uh, the Angry Video Game Angry Video Game Nerd games, but they've also done okay. like a bunch of like other stuff on top of that. Spectacular Sparky, uh, Fright Nights. I think was the name of the game. It's just like an endless runner. Like a bunch of little small things that are pretty chill. Manos, the Hands of Fate, the game. Like a bunch of like fun little stuff. Okay. me. <laughs> Epic Games.
1: <clears throat> um. I'll shout out Worm Club, which is uh, the Frog Detective Developers. It's like two people. I'll also shout out, I guess it's called LCB Game Studio. Uh, They did Mothman 1966, and they have another one coming out uh, in a few months. Those
2: are very small teams. I've liked everything Tribute Games, I think, have put out in some way. Tribute's Uh, put
0: out some good stuff,
2: yeah. They've put out a lot. They've put out a lot. They've yeah. done a lot. Yeah. All right.
1: Thanks for sending questions in. Again, if you want to send in questions for next week, top down at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box. What is your game of the week?
3: Uh, Dead space two. Splatoon three. Mine's uh, a plague tale.
1: Requiem. Uh, Again, we're going to be going live shortly with our Splatoon 3 episode of TDP+. Shovel Knight Dig is next month, and if you are a TDP listener, uh, Halloween episode is coming on Monday. Otherwise, we'll see you guys next
2: week.
3: Bye. Bye.